0: Endorphins are neuropeptides from the hypothalamus and pituitary gland. They cross the blood-brain barrier and head into the
1: opioid receptors to block pain and create feelings of euphoria. And if anything I said resonates inside your head, then tune on in to the endorphin report. Hello and welcome to the Endorphin Report. I'm here with Daniel and Cynthia again. And we're going to be talking about uh, another romantic, in this case a comedy. Dramedy. Dramedy. Irreplaceable You. Starring Gugu Mbata-Ra and Mikheel Hausman. And available on Netflix. So you could. So this is a brand new movie, eh? uh-huh
0: yeah and if you're gonna plan to watch it don't listen because we're gonna just ruin everything yes
1: yeah, so we've got some segments like are they going to make it and Ooh versus U" are regular segments followed by the endorphin report but first the plot
0: I mean, to start it off, you hear a voiceover of Abby initially, and she's talking, and boom, there's a grave with her name on it. And she's like, I'm dead, this is the end of my story, but here's what happened. And then her fiancé, or partner basically, Sam, is standing at her grave, and then they like go back to... Like the start of the movie, and you're like, "What? And like she what? really died? Like it's not like a teaser, like somebody gets cancer or something? It's like, no, she's really dead."
1: Wow. So is this like Charlie St. Cloud again? Like, is this people talking to dead people?
0: Uh, no, no.
1: It's more like The Crow. She comes back and murders <laughs> all of the other people responsible for her death. All right, cool. No.
0: So, so they have a voiceover, and she's like, "I'm dead, but here's." what happened and then they show her at age eight meeting her partner sam and they're like watching fish and they talk about how like a fish bites another fish when it loves it when it loves the other it wants the other so she bites him and uh and then they show a montage of them getting together like being together and happy since age eight which is kind of early for romance to start
1: cynthia how many couples do you know who got together when they were eight
0: nobody because that's like siblings. That's like sibling time. That's like...
1: Yeah, you're not sexually attracted to the people you grew up with no. at that age.
0: eight. Eight, ooh, you're so many years from puberty, ooh.
1: <laughs> but the movie makes it look like this is the ultimate form of romance. Yeah. If you could be together from such a young age, it means you're really meant for each other.
0: Yeah. Is this a
1: thing where they're like friends and then they both go off and have their own oh, romances and then they no, realize no. that they were the right they person just... all along?
0: Hold hands from age eight and oh, just wow. stay together. And they show them frolicking and happy. And then they show them moving in together. And they look happy the whole time. Like they're just, you know, two buds in a rug. That doesn't make sense, but yeah,
1: two buds in a rug that makes perfect <laughs> sense to me. Common expression. <laughs> Everybody in their life is like, "Oh my God, you guys are the perfect couple.
0: Perfect couple. We want
1: what you have."
0: So they, they, they do the whole montage and then they're at a party and they're like, We're engaged. She just put a hairband elastic on her like finger and was like, I told him we were gonna get married and she's like, and we're pregnant and everyone's like, Oh wow and they're like, We're planning a wedding.
1: So this is a thirty ish couple. Um, very, very attractive. The guy is very professor ish type with
0: Oh yeah, big professors and glasses and he teaches science classes. Corduroy,
1: blazer. Mm. Yeah. So the most attractive sort of person, in other words, is what you're saying.
0: They make him a hidden cute. They make him like a hidden beneath the... Cer- like he's... When you first look at him, you're like, eh. And then when you hang out more with him, you're like, oh, oh, you got some Hollywood hot underneath that. So.
1: <laughs> like when he takes off his glasses, it's like, oh.
0: Oh, even you with know, on the glasses, he like moves his shirt up a little and you're like, oh. But it's not like steroidy. It's just like, oh. So, yeah, they, they make him a little hidden hottie in there uh and they live in new york city in a very nice apartment with like a beautiful kitchen but they like never cook
1: yeah they have a kitchen island that's bigger than our kitchen yeah (laughs) (laughs) in brooklyn (laughs) (laughs) and she works as a children's bookstore clerk Mm. and he works as a graduate student in neuroscience yes and you could not afford that apartment
0: no um, and they're planning a wedding at the same time. So they're like, you know, discussing wedding details, yada, yada. Um, and then she goes to the doctors for her pregnancy appointment and she goes with them. And the doctor's like, I'm really sorry. You're actually not pregnant. You have a mass in your uterus just causing the bloating and the fatigue and all that. And um, so they're obviously pretty sad about that and then they do more tests and they show it's fairly large masses and they're like this is not very good prognosis like we need to start treatment but this is not looking very good um and obviously they're devastated and they try to have some humor with her like calling to cancel her gym membership uh and then she has to like cancel her wedding venue she's like i won't be available then and you're like
1: oh it's not written by anybody who has had that experience, would be my Yeah, guess.
0: I don't feel like it's it. It's
1: imagining cute, funny scenarios around having cancer.
0: And so she goes to a support group that where they crochet, and I guess they all have terminal cancer. Um, but they all look fairly healthy, and they all have their hair.
1: And in that room is Steve Coogan, Kate McKinnon, and Christopher Walken, and, Christopher Walken, and none of them do anything funny in any of those scenes. And they're all dying of cancer? Yes, this is a terrible movie.
0: Steve Coogan, I don't know if he's just a support guy there. He's a filtered but Christopher Walken is being Christopher Walken.
1: Oh, he says that your your husband or your boyfriend is going to go through a major slut phase. Yeah,
0: that's inappropriate. After
1: you, after you die, and yeah. she gets freaked out by this. Super freaked out. The idea of him sleeping with other women is like nightmare. Because right. the idea is that they've been only with each other this and yeah for their entire lives since eight yeah
0: because he's like she's gonna he's she's like he's gonna get with somebody else you know i mean he's gonna
1: get with a lot of somebody else's
0: yeah yeah and he's like you're young and she's like well we've only been together and he's like oh he's gonna go through a slip phrase and then that like kind of makes you a little laugh but then you're like then she freaks out understandably and then this is where the movie really derails even more so
1: it takes quite a turn at this point
0: it does So she gets fixated on the idea that she needs to look out for him for when she's dead and he needs to be able to find somebody else. So though she probably has multiple months to live, we don't exactly know how long um, or or what's going on. Uh, She starts to use a Tinder dating app to put a profile up for him and then starts interviewing women under the guise of being his assistant to find him a woman.
1: To set him up with somebody to replace her. Is the idea, yeah.
0: Yes, to be a good partner for him because she's like, he can't look out for himself. He's, I know how to do the washing and I, I cook things for him, you know. She's just like, I need to get him a woman.
1: At one point, she goes and buys a whole shelf full of dummies' books uh, because she's afraid he doesn't know how to do anything. She has to show him how to do the laundry, like how to do a load of laundry, which apparently he's never done ever in their 30 years of being together.
0: Oh my wow. God.
1: It also becomes very symbolic because it's like, and you have to look for the dial to see when the time runs out Then she breaks down.
0: And then they start having, they start to attempt to have sad sex where they like start to make out and that is kind of cute.
1: On, on the washing machine?
0: And no, they move to that giant island, that kitchen island.
1: The kitchen island. Oh, yeah. that's what they use. The, I mean, the, you know, <laughs> I guess it makes Just sense so. that they don't do a lot of cooking on it then. <laughs> they, otherwise.
0: And so she's on the Tinder app and she's interviewing women in a cafe and she's literally like trying to find the best match for him because they're like, you know, she need they need to be the right fit. Yeah, she's but, she's yeah.
1: swiping. She's like too slutty, too weird. Yeah. To this. You're really so she, it's too slutty. Like just from the picture.
0: She ends up meeting a girl she likes.
1: It's also looking, looking for a woman uh, who is looking for the kind of man that would have his assistant interview her seriously his, his potential uh, love interest so here's the thing though is she's also replying to them on the app as him if you oh, think yeah. about okay. it yeah okay because she's writing in his voice to these women that yeah. gets really creepy when you think about that it's
0: weird but then she's interviewing them in the cafe and then she finally meets a woman that she likes and she's like, so why am I meeting his assistant? Why don't I meet him? And then she's like, well, here's the thing. And she tells her that she's like, you know, dying and wants her to get with him. And then the woman like goes out and is like, what is wrong Sprinting with
1: you? Sprinting down the appropriately.
0: street appropriately.
1: That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Cynthia, what's her justification? Like, I never quite got it. She's like, they're gonna be all over him. And what if oh, yeah. he, the wrong woman takes him? And she's gonna be helpless in front of all this swarm of women. And what if the wrong person gets him? What if somebody really mean and manipulative gets him? He clearly has poor judgment in women. So <laughs> this whole time she's hanging out with Christopher Walken, which is surreal. I
0: know. No, but so here's another point you're missing. The the barista at the cafe sees her and she's like, "I know what you're doing. I've been watching you." And she's like, "I think it's great." And I'm going to host a art show and you should invite all the women there and have him go there and meet them.
1: So does she set up dates with like 12 different women from Tinder at this know. art wouldn't gallery you, wouldn't opening? would
0: it be weird that they all flock to him and he's like, what? Like, it's just weird. And this is while she's alive and he doesn't know he's being set up, which would make him a super asshole to be like, oh, my wife has terminal cancer. But flirt, at an art flirt, gallery, flirt. I'm, this, I met this really hot woman. So, you know. I'm free in a couple months. Meanwhile, like, she's
1: outside the art gallery in a car with Christopher Walken looking in with binoculars.
0: Oh, it's so weird. She's
1: watching him, and she's like, "Uh-oh, he's looking too happy."
0: And she buys him new clothes, she buys him skinny jeans. Why would you want to put him in skinny jeans? Because she's like he needs a better wardrobe to attract the women the right way. Oh, no. But so then she um the guy is wearing the skinny jeans at the art show and guess who starts talking to the weird barista woman who thinks this is a great idea. So they start chatting a bit. And then she says, uh, Oh, you know, I think it's really wonderful what she's doing for you. You know, like setting you up with other women. And he's like, really? And then he goes home and understandably gets really upset with her. And he's like, you've been setting me up with other women. What is wrong with you? And they have a fight. And then he talks to his friend and his friend says, look, you should just do what she wants. Like just go along with it. So then they make up and they, they start talking about, like, how to make his app better and taking better pictures. And you're like, what? And then they cut to two months later. And I was like, two months later, what? I was like, so what's been going on in two months? And it's not really clear.
1: Was he on Tinder the whole time? Was he still going know. on dates? And uh, it's two months later, she, the cancer has seriously progressed. She's got, like, very light, dark circles under her eyes.
0: She stopped wearing a lot of makeup, you know? She's
1: very energetic. Uh, Doesn't seem to be in any pain.
0: Then um, at some point, this guy is in the Sam, the guy is he's in a bar and he's just frustrated about his fiance and they're, they're having kind of relationship issues. So he starts flirting with other women because he's like, well, she wants me to. And then he shows up at the cafe with the cafe woman and she just goes, oh, hi. And he's like, yeah. And then they kind of black out. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? like what like they've been having a relationship this whole time or are they just
1: is he hooking up with her
0: what is going on and then he shows up at his their apartment and his eyes are swollen because he was at her place and she has cats and he's allergic but they don't say what happened and like i'm just so confused what is going on in this movie
1: did he just like pet her cats or something
0: she just—he just went over and he's like, "I need to talk to you and just hang out with some of your cats." Like, yeah. what happened? They don't tell us anything.
1: And they get into a big fight.
0: Yes, they get into a big fight, and then they like kind of get angry at each other and don't want to talk to each other. So they're kind of broken up in a way. So we're gonna stop there. And stop then there. You have to guess what happens in the rest of the movie now.
1: Guess what happens in the rest of the movie, Paul? Yeah. Uh. Okay. Well, she dies. I mean, gonna go out on a limb there. Okay, that was an easy one, Paul. We'll yeah, give it was you that. an easy
0: one. Yeah, we'll give you that one. But you, then you got you to gotta finish, you gotta finish the rest <sighs> of the plot until she dies, and then the, the whole movie.
1: I'll, and I'll tell you like what I thought was going to happen, and then what, what happens. Did they somehow like end up in a, a sort of polyamorous relationship with this barista lady? We well, gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you, gotta, <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta
0: keep, you gotta, you gotta imagining... just keep. You, you have to keep going yeah. and just finish it up.
1: I just don't see how this could end in any way that is even moderately romantic. <laughs> Other than just like you find somebody else and they go on.
0: All right. Well, I'm gonna, I'll am i let okay. you. I'll just like, yeah, I'll just let you go there. And then Daniel, what did you think was going to happen at this point?
1: Okay. I thought she was going to die. So we're on the same page there. That they're
0: broken up and that she's going to uh, die.
1: And that it would cut back to him in the cemetery and grieving And her saying, basically, I let you go. And him saying, you know, you truly are irreplaceable. But then he turns and goes back to the road from the the grave. And there's the coffee shop girl there. And they hold hands. And he's like, even though she's irreplaceable, you know, life keeps moving forward. Or something like that. That it was going to be the coffee shop girl that he would eventually actually move on while accepting that Abby is truly irreplaceable in his heart. That's wrong. I, yeah, right. I still
0: don't like that. I don't I don't like that ending.
1: I should have listened to the title of the movie. <laughs> I can't see any other way it could go, but okay, let's see this. Well, see, so
0: here's the way. Here's the way. So they're broken up-ish. She goes back to her doctor, um, and he's like, you're not responding to chemo. Things are getting worse. You really need to wrap up things in your life. And she literally goes to the chemo suite, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'll set you up. And she's like, no, I'm leaving. And then... Around this point is where my waterworks start to happen, like, there are some projectile tears that start to appear in the last half hour of this movie, where she goes to her support group, Christopher Walken is not there, and she's like, where is he? And they're like, he's no longer with us, and then she's like,
1: Where is Christopher Walken?
0: So, yeah, she goes to speak to his wife, and the wife was like, oh, he liked you. He said you were a schmuck, though, because you're, like, trying to do all these things for your husband or boyfriend instead of actually being with him.
1: Also, we're Jewish, by the way. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so then she goes back to Sam, and she's like, look, I'm really sorry. And she's like, I, sh- I just need to let you go. I can't keep trying to plan your future and he's like i want to be with you and he pulls out that ring that she bought herself and he proposes with it and then they decide to start planning a wedding together which is probably the worst way to spend in my mind the last few months of your life is <laughs> detailed planning a wedding
1: yeah so, like you can't relax you're just fucking no. chores every day
0: and they're having it in their small apartment yep, where every they're day like, is a big you know, to-do like, list you know they're like she's she's looking for dresses and they're all this and you're just they're like calling oh, god, this is the worst So she doesn't lose any weight or anything. She just and she doesn't even lose her hair. She just starts to wear less makeup, and then she like has a blanket on her sometimes.
1: She loses about five strands of hair, and that's really. Five strands of hair, and then she's like, "Oh my
0: god!" Yeah, I've lost five strands of hair today. So (laughs) like, she then like looks up from her bed and she sees a hawk flying, which Christopher Walken had been trying to get her to see, and then they kind of hint that she's dying like she's she's like she either dies then or she dies soon and then they show them at the wedding party and she's dead everybody has gathered there for what there was going to be their wedding but she's not alive anymore they just
1: propped up her corpse like wick and a bernie style which i thought was very tasteless uh, in a wedding dress
0: this was projectile i am getting married in two weeks by the way so this is like <laughs> the worst movie daniel could have had me watch thanks daniel <laughs> Um,
1: Are you afraid of, you'll die right before your wedding? <laughs> I
0: was like, let's get some cancer. Let's get some like wedding emotions. And so he reads a letter at her wedding that she wrote where she tells everyone to take care of themselves and yada yada.
1: Gives them a lot of bossy advice, too. So she's like yeah, in, yeah. in a coffin at the wedding?
0: No, no, she's just not there.
1: Oh, okay.
0: She says, you know what? I realized I wasn't going to live to my wedding, but I wanted you to have a party and have people there with you when I died. And she's like, so I did try to take care of you a little bit.
1: How does she know the exact time that she's going to I pass don't know. Away?
0: I don't know. And then they show him at the aquarium where they first met. And then she's like, I'm gone. And he was like, yeah, you're gone too soon. And that's how it ends. So.
1: Uh, so he doesn't move on at all in the course of the movie.
0: No, nope. because she's still alive. You don't Didn't have you hear to move the title? on she's still alive.
1: Irreplaceable you. Yeah. Wow. So the, her, her wedding becomes sort of the wake or whatever, right? The wake. It does. yeah. It's in their apartment, let's put it.
0: Yeah, and everybody's in pretty good spirits. But I mean, everybody grieves different. But like the movie kind of really takes grief either. I don't know. They kind of tries to put a different spin on it, but it's kind of weird. Nobody seems to really cry or anything like that. It's just, I don't know.
1: It focuses on the fun parts of Terminal Cancer. Mm
0: like Christopher Walken saying inappropriate things, like, you gotta work on your butt. Your butt's too flat. Like, and then right. all of our segments now are just kind of sad or don't make sense. <laughs> like, our segment, are they gonna make it? Uh.
1: <laughs> all right. So the next day, things are not good.
0: Ah. Uh... They show him at his grave and he's just like, bye, but like, oh. He's got
1: this expression on his face at all times of like, man, life is sure bittersweet sometimes. <sighs> but I was sure glad to have met her. He's got a Tinder profile that is up and going. So that's, that's good for <laughs> yeah. him. He's got a whole a whole list of numbers that are already, you know, kind of locked and loaded. That thing about him, you know, going off and meeting a whole bunch of women after she's dead sort of became a self-fulfilling prophecy.
0: Mm. Yeah. Well, he's probably going to go back to that cafe girl to hook up occasionally when he's really sad because they already have that established. And I don't know what was going on.
1: Oh, yeah. And the next day, he also opens a medical textbook and there's all these notes that she left for him, which is sweet.
0: They're all like, mm. I love you. Yada, yada.
1: So, yeah, basically, their love is going to be perfectly preserved in a museum in his heart. They're still going to be the perfect couple even after she's dead.
0: They, I do agree with Daniel. They do make it very like, he's just like, well, I was lucky to have loved her. <laughs> oh, jeez. Like, they do kind of make it like, and I'm just like, you are going to have like a world of grief in your body soon. So, for a long time.
1: Well, I mean, that brings us to, are they going to make it?
0: Oh.
1: <laughs> so, I think how we can handle this is, what would have happened if they'd not had cancer?
0: Okay, good point, good point. So they've been together since age eight, and she does not get cancer, and she, let's say she's not pregnant, um, and they're engaged.
1: There is a moment where they say, uh, well, you had to get pregnant to get him to step up. So what's, yeah. what's happening there? He
0: didn't want to get married, which maybe was just literally a marriage thing, like he just didn't like the legal thing, which fine and fair enough.
1: I mean, it's hard to argue that he wasn't committed to the relationship. Yeah. So that means that they've been together for 20 years without getting married. I mean, to be fair, like a large portion of that, it wouldn't really be practical, but yeah. No. (laughs) Early teens, even though everybody knew it was going in that direction, even back then.
0: Yeah. Age nine, they're like, look at those two, making out everywhere. Gosh.
1: (laughs) Sitting beside each other on the beach boardwalk. Who looks at that and says, oh man, those two are destined to be together?
0: I don't know, but everyone keeps talking the whole movie. They're like, "Oh, you guys are the perfect couple. If only I could have that love for I five I sleep with minutes. a
1: different woman every night if but <laughs> I give it all up for what you have.
0: Yeah, it's got weird. It's got weird tones in this movie.
1: I don't know. There's some signs that she's a bit controlling, a bit of a jerk sometimes. I mean, to be fair, she does have cancer, which probably plays with your yeah
0: so i wouldn't judge her from post-cancer diagnosis i'd say pre-cancer um and they still show them frolicking and happy pre so i would say that they would make it on the fact of that they've made it for 20 years
1: yeah yeah and
0: they still seem fairly happy and they still make out like a lot and they seem to have very fresh making out faces of just like oh i'm so into you i mean so at least you know that's fresh
1: (laughs) uh one thing that bothered me was that she kept saying things like uh oh, yeah, and you're all about your protons and your neutrons. And he's like, that's neurons. He's been studying neuroscience for 10 (laughs) years at this point. And she hasn't bothered to actually pay any attention to his work? He doesn't know that he's not a physicist. Yeah, she doesn't know anything (laughs) about his work whatsoever. And apparently doesn't care.
0: Hmm. And he, he does agree to marry her. They do agree to plan a wedding, but he never bothers to buy her a ring this whole point, even though they have this most amazing, like apartment, and they obviously have, like, signs of money, um, but she just walks around wearing a hair elastic on her hand and you're like, you could literally buy her a $40, like, ring. You could just go take her to Claire's or something. Like, you don't have (laughs) to spend a lot. Just, that's a little sad.
1: Alright, so ooh versus ew. This is the segment where we talk about romantic moments, wooing moments, and whether they would be more ooh or more ew. I mean, there's not so much wooing in this, but there's definitely ew.
0: There's a lot of ew. There's putting your fiancé on Tinder is a bit ew. There's putting him in skinny jeans, very ew. There.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just just in general?
0: Oh, God, I don't know why she thought that was an upgrade.
1: Isn't that like a trend from 15 years ago, skinny jeans?
0: I mean, I guess they're in New York. I don't know why she thinks he can't attract women without skinny jeans. I don't I'm, understand. I mean,
1: from what I understand, people did actually... You know, wear skinny jeans voluntarily at one point.
0: They still do, but this guy did not need it. And I, if I was, if I was meeting him, and I think I would definitely be a potential partner for him, like in the world, <laughs> if I was there, because like you know, I don't know, I date a scientist. He would be a person that I would like on Tinder hypothetically in a world. I would not like the skinny jeans. I'd be like, Mm-mm. maybe she was just trying to get women to stay away from him, like you know, like potential women to stay away from him subconsciously
1: that sounds like Abby yeah what about well, I mean, uh, that would be messed up if it was like look I created this tinder profile for you and nobody likes you you will never find anyone else <laughs> <laughs> what what about uh, when we see his game like when we see him actually hitting on people
0: Oh, he's terrible. He's just like, hey, how you doing? Like, he just, I mean, he's he also drunk and he's yeah. desperate. He's drunken and desperate. And but, women are like, okay.
1: I mean, he has literally never flirted with anyone.
0: Never flirted with anyone. The girl who he ended up being with bit him. And that's how they got together.
1: <laughs> oh, geez. Good thing he didn't take that into heart. I know. <laughs> and start biting other women. Yeah, yeah. That could be bad. They just <laughs> sneak just... up behind them and chomp. I'll bet he's incredibly has a ton of game when he's not trying, I'll bet.
0: Yes, definitely. Which is why the cafe girl liked him is because he just seems sweet and, you know, nice. He definitely seems like a very sweet guy. He seems to really love his wife.
1: Kind of nerdy, but actually like movie star handsome. Underneath yeah, it. yep.
0: Totally. Totally.
1: All right. Well, what's the endorphin report for this one? Obviously, the subject matter is a little dampening on the endorphins.
0: Yeah, so Daniel saw some endorphin potential and wanted uh, me to see this film, and uh, endorphins, I don't know about the endorphin part, I mean, there was some endorphins when there was some kissing between them, they seemed to have some genuine love between them, and that's kind of nice, but, like, more than anything, the last half hour, even though I knew they were manipulating me, I was, like, bawling my eyes out, because, Uh I mean, like, I'm around cancer sometimes in my job, I'm in uh getting married in two weeks like just there's a lot of emotions going around here and also like it's just so sad because they show things like her dress that she never gets to wear and her mother is like her daughter's dying oh my god i haven't cried that much in a while there was like projectile tears flying out it was like i was like a comic character
1: so did it make it more romantic the the tragedy of it
0: no it just made it really sad in general that people die and that and then not to mention they're, like, dying before a wedding. He's always going to know that he, like, tried to get married and that she died before. And that's just, like, heartbreaking. And, oh, uh, it was just, it was really sad.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was really, had the visual language of a, of an indie movie and the kind of indie music cues you'd expect. Like, either Bon Iver or some dude who sounds like Bon Iver. Yeah, it really felt close to my urban, middle class, 30-something lifestyle. So it got to me, like, the part when he kneels, uh, it's on the boardwalk on the Hudson River, and he's proposing to her, even though he knows that she's going to die very soon. That really got to me. Endorphin sprinkles. I only got married six months ago, and shots of them moving in together and their life together. That, that That's what really gave me endorphin sprinkles. Mm. We talked about it, you know, like with going after these kind of movies, you know, when you're in need of a bit of a pick-me-up or something, which is certainly not the case for this one.
0: No, this is not a pick-me-up. This would be if I somehow needed to dehydrate myself. Like, and just, <laughs> right, like, you like know? right before a big
1: boxing match or something? Yeah,
0: I need before a weightlifting competition. I need to like have like, you know, really good abs. You know, I just need yeah. to shoot it all out of me.
1: Just cut weight so you can get you can get for the weigh-in.
0: Yeah, it's just like, shish. In some movies, you do feel good after a major cry. This one was just sad crying. Oh, gosh, there was so much crying.
1: Something that I liked was the scenes of them in bed together, like just kind of goofing around. That felt very real and very couple in a way that I liked. Those were my endorphin sprinkle. So overall report this would
0: not typically be my uh overall go-to i would say if this was something i was put in front of on a plane or something i would get a lot of crying but i don't think it would be something that would pull me to it for the sprinkles and yeah there's like minimal minimal sprinkles in there because things are sweet but i wouldn't it wouldn't be something that i'd be like oh that was a real good puller
1: yeah but this is the closest so far for me of being something that really felt romantic to me um so yeah we have different senses of this that's the spice of this podcast I don't dream of being whisked away by a prince from Slovakia or Herzegovania. Yeah, fake country place. <laughs>
0: well, that's the thing. is These endorphins, it's not something you're like, oh, I want to be a princess and kissing. There's just these isolated moments within movies that sometimes can produce them, even if it doesn't make sense or it's not something you actually wish for. It's just isolated bits that
1: can happen. Sense. So
0: it doesn't mean that it's like a woman's wish for that. It just means something isolated in this is causing some. Yeah, Yeah, like some major, major one I had was uh, Pride and Prejudice, the new one that I saw, Uh the Cure Knightley. Major endorphin sprinkles. Do I want to be like back then? No. Do I want to go through that? Absolutely (laughs) not. I don't even think that guy would be a great partner long-term, probably. But the way they engineer the movie, I got major endorphin sprinkles.
1: By that guy, you mean Mr. Darcy?
0: Yeah, Mr. Darcy's (laughs) not great at parties. So (laughs) I'm like, that would stink.
1: (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening, folks. Yeah, thanks, everybody. And uh, thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you next time on The Endorphin Report. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Then tune in for The Endorphin Report. The Endorphin Report.